Hey, Ansight listeners! This year, Johnny Walker is celebrating 200 years of moving forward, passions chased, good times shared, big moments achieved, little joys loved, risks taken, lessons learned, and life well lived. Happy birthday, Johnny Walker! To commemorate the 200 years, Johnny Walker will hold its biggest virtual event for the year with a film premiere, creative talks, lots of prizes to be given away, and a virtual music festival featuring artist performances. So make sure you check out 2XX and beyond because it will definitely be a Johnny weekend like no other. And speaking of not missing out, don't forget to also check out the Drink IQ site. With Drink IQ, you can find out how to keep track of your alcohol intake, how to pour a standard measure of spirits, and how to be a positive drinking ambassador. Want to drink responsibly and celebrate sustainably? Check out your Drink IQ on www.drinkiq.com. Hello and welcome to another episode of Enslaved, a Globe Studios podcast. I am Ramon Devera. With me are our fellow hosts, Quark Canaris and Mel Alcaraz. Can we just uh, say first congratulations to us because we're nominated for Podcast of the Year? Not only no, that, yes. certain someone is nominated for Female mm-hmm. Podcaster of the Year. Best female Barely beating out me and Quark. The female yes. category. As a female, yeah. <laughs> congratulations, Mel. Congratulations yeah, to congrats. us, guys. It's uh, it's been so fun podcasting for the whole year. I mean, it's an honor just to be nominated. Charot. <laughs> How can you vote? Can you vote for this thing? You, you can, can right? vote. Um, yeah, there's a Google form link that in our in our Facebook group, and I think I posted it on Twitter also. Voting is only open until the 30th, and it only comprises like five percent of the whole. Criteria uh, on the whole thing. Yeah. Yes. So every, and and the award giving body is the Philippine Podcast Directory. Shout out to everyone who's awesome. part of that organization. Uh, yeah. Let's talk about our favorite TV shows or whatever we watched the the past few weeks because we haven't really talked about it. And I'll just give you guys a catch up of what's been happening in in Korea. The only functioning entertainment industry. Oh, okay, in okay, right okay. <laughs> yes, sure. Go ahead. Um. <laughs> So last weekend, it was my very first comeback as a BTS fan, and I should have taken a leave, guys. Like literally. Wait, explain muna to the non-K-pop uh, people what a comeback <laughs> is. So I know, I know what it is. I'm actually familiar now, but you know, just for other people. For, I, for... I what? <laughs> Something else that's not a comeback? Yeah, it's a different kind of thing when they call it a comeback. Crazily Then, enough, you know, to it, quote to quote LL Cool J, don't call it a comeback. <laughs> Been here for bad. years. I mean, in the K-pop lexicon, comeback means it's their new album, pretty much. They're coming yeah. back okay. with a new album. That's it's not just BTS; okay. it's like in the whole K-pop industry. industry. Mm-hmm. And it was my okay. first comeback. Um, I didn't know what to expect. All my army veteran army friends were like, "It's gonna be nuts." Um, it's gonna be a full day. Maybe you should take a leave. And I didn't believe them because I was like, whatever, you know. It just they're just gonna drop their song, etc. But holy no. shit! No, pagod na that day. There was just so many things happening. There was a press con which we all tuned into. Um, it was like a countdown to their video premiere, and then the video premiere, and then the album dropped on Spotify, and then after the album, they had a A V live session, and they were all live for about an hour. It was really exhausting. I'm telling you. Um, I know it sounds it. It was super. So, fun. Like a full day of activities for ano, for BTS. <laughs> yeah, and the yeah. fans. It was. A and all online, right? 
all online and talagang They're not doing concerts yet in Korea. Um they are actually doing an a uh, year under in Korea. Uh, um with wow. BTS and uh, I'm so jealous. It's like $300 oh. to be with them in person. Kaya mo yan. I wish. But <laughs> hey, the album is actually <laughs> parang YouTube. <laughs> Wait, so Dynamite is in that album. Dynamite is in the album. The new album is called um Life Goes On. It's their pandemic album. Sabi na nga ba eh. Yeah. So wow. if T-Swift dropped Folklore, BTS has a pambato to that. And it's, and it's, Life um, goes on. No, it's BTSB. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's the name of the album. And the carrier single is Life Goes On. And I think it's the most well-reviewed album of BTS so far. Why is it BTSB? Because you just have to be. B-E. Ah, B-E. I thought like To be. Because I was like, did I miss A or okay? No, it's B. There's a new one. Very good the reviews. Uh, even like Enemy and Consequence of Sound, um, LA Times, Resounding. I liked one review that said it may not be like BTS's essential work, but it's essential art. Knox. Because it's... It's uh, <laughs> like justified lang yan na, oh, okay, we gotta... No. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not... I don't want to knock BTS. Oh my gosh. You wait for the that hate the worst thing coming I can your do. way. That's the worst thing I can do. I love BTS. So good. <laughs> <laughs> so that's one. And then the other spectrum of the K-drama world, there's Startup, which is really shaping up to be one of a lot of people's favorite dramas for the year. And it's really with good reason. I think it's... It, it it kind of came out of nowhere. It started with zero fanfare and it's written so well, except for episode 11 and 12. But I, I'll probably talk about that in our year-ender special. I wish you guys would watch it. It's, uh, it's, I think it's a good gateway. Better than Chloe. I, I'll, I'll watch the first episode, I think. But I, I always feel bad if I'm, especially if it's like a two-hour episode or uh, I can watch you know, the whole James Bond catalog by the time I... <laughs> <laughs> finish meeting. Maybe episode one might be too melodramatic for you, Court. I think it really gets going after the first, like two, three, four. I think it was good, also, Mel, that you started when it was, ano, eh, as it began, diba? So, apparently, you were following it weekly drops instead of like yeah. a whole bunch. And it's exciting, pala, that way. I mean, it's frustrating because it's bitten, but then at the same time, you kind of. Marinate and you kind. Of, it's like a mono show right now for me because there's so many in my in my K drama groups and that I'm all my my friend put me in like this startup Facebook group and we're all just arguing with each other about about the story and the ending. It's such a good show for for. Is it getting personal? Neither one getting personal, pero parang. Di parang Michael Jordan. Uh, huh? episodes. Right now we're on the twelfth. It's gonna end in two weeks. Two weeks? What do you oh, mean? Right. They're gonna drop more than one. So 16. They dropped two in a week. Ah, okay. Yeah, 16. Mm. But yeah, it's, it's a good show. It's a good gateway. Better than Chloe. Easier to watch than Chloe. For sure. Another phenomenon, aside from the BTSB drop, <laughs> is, uh, is uh, The Queen's Gambit. Uh, yeah. Which really kind of shocking. I'm, I did not expect so many people to, to love it or yeah. to like really diba? Parang it's about chess in the 60s yeah <laughs> so that's period piece but, 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 and, and about like, mental like, health so like yeah I was, I was yeah. pleasantly surprised what that it became such a yeah. hit yeah and also it's and Scott people Frank. just can't stop 
on yeah they, they chance upon it like it's it's not parang nagsabay-sabay yung you know everyone talked about it because they were like okay this yeah. was the ano the banner ano this was the main Netflix thing and we clicked on it watched one episode and so so galing galing how organic everything was um, mm-hmm. and yeah like like you said nga, Scott Frank um, who's not necessarily Mr. Popular diba? yeah no that's why nga, this is the, I think the first time he has had like a real breakout na under his own creative supervision so it's yeah, nice yeah. to see and hopefully people will go back and find you know Godless and his yeah, work in the ni- in the nineties, like you know, because he had this amazing run. Remember when he did? Uh, when what? Oh yeah, the out of sight. Yeah, yeah. Out, out of sight. Uh, Get Shorty and Minority Report were all within like crazy, 12, uh, like eighteen months yeah. of each other. Parang ganon. What a run! Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I uh, know, and then of course yeah, you know, I haven't even seen Walk Among the Tombstones. Is that mm. his other film? Uh, That's his first movie, The Lookout, which is good. The Lookout, yeah, in so, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, yeah. He directed Godless also, right? Yeah. Mm. Or so, all of it. Or all, and, uh, so, some of it or all of it. But yeah, so he was the great the first be- behind yeah. Godless. Which is very different from the... Very movie. different. <laughs> so, so yeah, Queen's Gambit, um, for those who don't know, is the story of Beth Harmon, a chess prodigy who kind of, uh, you know, she's an orphan, learns chess through... Um, uh, what's the name of that actor? I fucking love that Bill guy. Camp. Um, <laughs> who's in all of the shows we love yeah. like the outside yeah climbing up the ranks of my favorite that guy but it's just recent lang yung pagka that guy in yes niya because it's mostly theater oh. mm. but after the night off talaga, yeah it's that guy again <laughs> <laughs> yeah and yeah you just kind of like follow her life um, it's, it's like a biopic but except it's not a real story um, and yeah, what did you guys think of uh, the the Queen's Gambit? I'll I'll play devil's advocate, Muna, because I know Ramon's opinion is probably my opinion is just different from the two of you. I was just very, I guess I was expecting so much because people were like, "Oh my gosh, the Queen's Gambit, it's the best," blah blah. And then when I finally sat down and watched it, it was it was a great watch. But I, I'm I'm not as in love with it as other as you guys are. Oh, I really enjoyed it. I don't know if I would say I super loved it but it was just super pleasant it, yes. I really enjoyed it because it's such a sports anime disguised as you know prestige oh. drama but it's really a sports yeah. anime right? I mean even the big eyed girl is the main problems, character <laughs> yeah. the big eyed okay okay no but I mean right? parang, yeah I mean even that that thing I mentioned na parang, it was sort of startling where you're almost at the end and you realize all very few of the men are toxic mm-hmm yeah, it's it's mm-hmm. like they're all supportive, pa, and then they come together at the end. I mean, I know this is a novel by Walter Tevis, the one who specializes in this kind of sort of sports anime um, genre. Because uh, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, color uh, of money, chaka, and the hustler, the hustler, the hustler, yeah. So, parang yeah, I mean, it was just in a way, it is that it is a fantasy, de Why are they all nice men, and then why are they all? Why are the Americans? supporting each other so but in a way I was like maybe we need that in pandemic year I'm glad that there yeah. was no assault because like every time she would go down the basement I, I'd be so like oh god please let there be no assault and yeah. then, so I was gonna say that or even when you see the dad eh, diba? Diba, parang, parang, ano, god, they it's like, that way. 
he looks through his newspapers and like, oh my god, he's going to ano, do something. Yeah, yeah. Dark of night, but yun nga eh, Parang it's it's just so surprising how kind it is and how galing. Parang it's 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 so refreshing in how it avoids you. Then you realize how cynical you've become na when it comes to. <laughs> Western television. Yeah! <laughs> Parang na-miss ko yung Cold War, lol. Parang buhay pa tayo. Oh. <laughs> I wish lang yeah. they didn't go down the route of the typical downward spiral into drugs and and self-hate. Yun lang, yun lang. Yeah. I, I think that was the only downside for me. For that. Although for that era, medyo new pa rin yun eh. I think that was like, uh, it might be because, you know, we've seen so many of those types of narratives recently, but yeah. But it didn't dominate it naman. At least towards the end, diba? Parang, it was only in the first half. And then, I think, I think after the that, medyo... Yung, ano, yung, yung parang downward spiral na she's locking herself in her house and getting mm-hmm. drunk and passing out. And then, yeah. parang after that, <laughs> well, sorry, spoilers, but... Um, ayun. And then, I mean, of course, I, I again, like, I, I quite liked it, but what made me love it is Anya Taylor-Joy. Ano mm-hmm. talaga? Parang... Uh, big fan, big fan of Anya Taylor Joy. No, not Dudley Dursley either. Actually, um, <laughs> <laughs> who is the most? I don't know. Parang ang dun sa oh, what's that movie we saw. Um, Yung old the, guard, the American Gothic movie that we all kind of were lukewarm about. Um, oh, 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 devil oh the, the devil all the time. Yes. Devil all the time. Oh. Yeah, dun siya. And then siya's an old guard. Uh, uh, uh. And, uh, parang, uh, I mean, he's the opposite of Anya Taylor-Joy because his eyes are close between. Close together pala. <laughs> and then Anya's far apart. And under contract mm-hmm. ba siya with Netflix? Parang he's the go-to guy of Netflix. Maybe. Oh, okay. Tsaka we also had Chess Cowboy from Game of Thrones. Oh my God. Who <laughs> 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 looks like the younger version of David Spade. I saw a meme on Twitter. And now I just can't forget it. And of course, shout out to director Marielle Heller as the My favorite mom. part. Oh, no. My favorite mom. part of the show was Marielle Heller. That was such a so, nice surprise. Yeah, so parang ano, like, like I, I, it feels like in lesser hands, this, this could not be pulled off. Eh? And just uh, the fact that you're watching chess games, like how the hell are you hmm. going to... Another, but like, I, do you know what the Sicilian is? Do you know what the Queen's Gambit is even? I, I wouldn't be able to tell you. and But they still make it so... Uh, well, Scott Frank make, makes it so exciting. Yeah. Makes it past by your edge of your seat. And it's yeah. ang it, parang masterclass in in kind of like filmmaking. Because he shoots every... And there are so many chess games in this in this show. But he shoots every chess game differently. Yeah. yeah. And there's always that... And it's all just about the looks, basically. Right? Parang, yeah. Galing, how, it make, how they create tension that way. But I think it's necessary really? now. You can uh, follow what's going on even if you know, can't um, understand the game. But if you actually are pausing like some anal people would do, you, they could make sense of it eh, because they had Kasparov as one of the consultants to make, to make sure na things were correct. So that is interesting. But you don't have to. Like, I know how to play chess, but I wasn't you know, following the actual pieces on the yeah. board. I was just engaged in the drama. So when you just you know, see him make the king topple. Just, that's how you know na okay, talo na siya. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I couldn't even na uh, parang, ah, okay, no, anong to. It's so hard, but like when you cut to a shot of, of uh, 
a set that's been played. Parang you don't know if yeah. they're made yet, yeah. even. Diba? So parang galing. Um, and, uh, Did you know that chess sets are selling out everywhere? <laughs> oh, really? Because of this Because of show? Queen's Gambit. Yeah, yeah. But wait, I don't think we've spent enough time talking about Anya Taylor-Joy. I'm sorry. Okay, okay, go, go, go. <laughs> no, she's great. She's, she's a fucking star. She is amazing. Like, um, uh, anyway, like, I think, I think see Scott Frank just really wanted her to be, um, to be Beth. Walang, wala atang ano, audition. And then, um, uh, I, I read or I heard an interview where, um, basically, Walang script, but he wanted to meet her, uh, and so she bought the book. Uh, and then the the minute like she ran to the meeting, and then she sat down and and she's like, her hair has to be red. <laughs> First thing that's well, well, oh, so that ano. was her decision. Yeah, walang niceties, walang ano. No, but but Scott Franklin, yep, her hair has to be red. So I don't know. It might be in the book. It might be a special um, uh, thing in the book. But you uh, know, her expressive eyes, her her, the, the way that she actually does feel like a 17-year-old mm. early on mm-hmm. and feels like a person in her mid-20s. Um, the, 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 the way she... Yeah, the way her walk she kind of changes and then... Uh, <laughs> I, I saw something recently about how um, it, it, it was a fascinating representation though. It was basically about mm-hmm. someone on the autism spectrum, except when it was written, they didn't know that much yet about how to diagnose it. But they knew about it. Mm-hmm. They knew they recognized I those symptoms it. now. So that's why parang, you know, when, when she's a kid, about all these social cues that she couldn't parse or understand. Yes. And that she's people people on detached. Yeah, people with Asperger's could, could could really relate to it. But at the time that it came out as a novel, they weren't that under yet about. They weren't that sophisticated about diagnosing those kinds of problems yet. The whole time I was watching, this girl can't be normal. She she probably has Aspergers. Mm-mm. And that's how it comes out then, parang That's why a lot of um, savants are yeah. are particularly good at a certain skill. Yeah. Sometimes chess, sometimes math or music. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But also credit pala to how it looks. It's so gorgeously shot and sets. And apparently the 90% sets. of it was shot in Berlin, which makes sense now when you look back on the architecture of the interiors. And yeah, ganda. Um, before, I know, I know the next show you want to go to, but I guess if, if we may, since we're on the subject of Anya Taylor-Joy, <laughs> take a detour. Take a detour. Take a detour. Something that's uh, available finally on uh, iTunes and Google Play, The New Mutants. <laughs> the Nouveau Mutants. I, I haven't finished it. <laughs> Wait, I love Anya Taylor. Is it a show or a movie? I'm so confused. It's a movie. It's a movie. Ah. It's a movie. Is so it the about last... the X-Men? It's the, it's last, the last Fox, Fox X-Men, X-Men movie. movie before oh, they were shoot. bought by Disney. But yeah, I mean, and, but also I think even before that they were having parang trouble with it already in terms of like, it's just bad signs na parang lack of confidence. So they kept, they went back for reshoots, they kept delaying the release and then finally, you know, they, they forced it into theaters even though no one was really watching at the time. And then, yeah, now it's finally on digital. <laughs> And you can't find... Parang ano nga eh, parang meme siya na ano eh, di ba? Yung parang 
oh, X-Men Dark Phoenix will end the, ano, the X-Universe. Parang, what a letdown. Tapos, New Mutants, hold my beer. <laughs> because it really is the worst. <laughs> well, no, no, I, I, I do have a special hatred for uh, Wolverine, X-Men Origins Wolverine. But this one is, ano, it's, it's pretty bad. You don't know why. You don't know what took them three years, no? To, to edit this. I think they were they were trying to figure out how to make it better, but honestly, it just <laughs> to begin with, because I don't know, I'm, I might not actually hate it as much as Spark does it, because for me, it there are things there, there are some very interesting premises, and the characters are more or less faithful to the comics. The story is new, but based on some of the stuff that happened in in the comics, but the thing that really came across was they had no money. Parang, this is yeah. Fox. And then, I don't know why. It just, okay, so, medyo spoil. It's fine. It's, it's hard to spoil something this bad. Eh. Pero, you know what I mean? Like, when, when something uh, is, alert. <laughs> when something is, there's a certain thing that's revealed. And once that thing is revealed, it's like, there is no valid excuse for why this entire hospital only has one employee. <laughs> Except to say na, wala, tipid kami sa budget. Eh. Everyone with the speaking line, kailangan bayaran, di ba? So, parang, Oh my, tapos parang four times lang yata sila nasa labas. So parang they had like four days of exteriors and then the rest is just these drab-looking sets. What? Yeah. Why but did you know they continue? Is, Why? Why did they do the movie? No, it's it's not, ano, it's none of the X-Men characters, but it's supposedly, ano, I mean, they wanted to, this was, bef- this was even before the se- sale. The sale, yeah. Parang, uh, they wanted to expand the X-Universe. X okay. So they, there's there's a offshoot of, ano, of X-Men called X-Force, but before X-Force, they were New Mutants, diba? Yeah. Um, and then, yun, parang, <laughs> this is like an attempt to like, start a new wing, basically, of the oh. X-Universe. And also, in genre, because uh, it, it was parang presented as like, superhero, but horror. Yeah. But you know what I think the pitch is, which would have been a much better movie? Oh. Um, it's a breakfast club with mutants. Mm-hmm. And you can, Kind of there, are po- there are fan diba? posters that do that breakfast club oh. poster. Diba? I mean, they, they're even going through the vents. My mom, again, they're dancing to mm-hmm. the replacements of all. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, I always find it funny how these movies like um, are obviously made by 30 plus year olds, but they're targeted at, ano, at teenagers. So, parang like you know, um, to all the boys I love with the drops fight club and like indie bands. Right. This one the replacement. They're like dancing uh-huh. to the replacements. And so parang sayang if they kind of focused on that. Basically because they're in detention. Eh. They're like they're in this facility, uh, these kids with special powers, but the powers are so strong that they end up killing people they love or fa- their families or or um, you know populated areas. So Para siyang ano, short-term 12 of ano of of mutants. So and the only one one caretaker parang ganun. So so para siyang detention and ano, and you see that pop up a bunch of times but then they fo- they chose to focus strangely enough on the horror aspect which wasn't scary naman. Yes, it was never scary. So, Could have been but it wasn't. Tapos sad lang kasi yeah. Josh Boone diba who directed the Fault in Our Stars and then came to this. And actually, the best scene is the a Fault in Our Stars scene, no? But <laughs> <laughs> so, ang sad lang kasi I read an interview where they were talking about how they love the comics. So, medyo nataas din yung expectation ko and then maybe that's why I was also disappointed. Kasi parang, 
Wala lang. It's just, I mean, even even importing Lockheed na hindi naman kailangan a character, mm-hmm. a beloved, you know, creature from the X-Men. But, uh, yeah, just, and also there's a change in the relationship. Diba? Na, I'll just spoil it na lang. So, they made <laughs> one of the, they made two of the characters into a couple. Um, but they're not in the comics. And in the comics, parang, I was such a fan because of the medyo sibling-like yung relationship nila. So, parang dito, parang, ang creepy na bigla. Lo- Lovers na sila. Oh, lovers na sila. Tsaka parang yung kindness that came across in the comics. Now it looks like there was like an ulterior motive. Like they wanted to hook up. Diba? Parang ganun. Yeah. Oh, at walang chemistry talaga yung ano. I mean, this is a killer cast, diba? You also medyo ka... Uh, ATJ. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then you have uh, Macy Williams. Um... So this is a good hate watch. Uh, well, I guess. I it really know. feels like a TV movie. You know what? Yeah. I I don't know how much better the movie would be if they changed the score. Because the score pang ano talaga pang Lifetime Network. <laughs> <laughs> Such a bad. It's uh, one of the worst scores I've ever heard. So. Parang um, mas uh, mas patas pa yung mga prestige shows ng ano? Eh. Mas patas pa yung budget ng mga prestige shows ng HBO. Yeah, and then I think Macy Williams even tweeted na ano? Eh, diba? She retweeted a review that said this is the worst X-Men uh, movie. <laughs> De, oh, ang, ganda, ang ganda ng retweet na yun. Parang ito, ito sarcastic pa eh. It's actually funny eh. I forgot lang what she said eh. Parang tell us how you really feel or something like that, di ba? <laughs> something like that. <laughs> anyway, on to your show, guys. The Crown! <laughs> season 4. Yeah. yeah. Queen Aramon, Part 2. Take us through the, queen, the Crown. The Queen's Gambiter. The real um, Queen's Gambit. <laughs> Uh, so well, you know, it's it's season four, so it's the final season of this current cast with Olivia Colman, Tobias Menzies, Helena Bonham Carter, etc. Joshua Connor. But the two major additions to this season, as is obvious from all the marketing materials, is Princess Diana, as played by Emma Corrin, and Margaret Thatcher, the Demon, played by Gillian Anderson, and an unrecognizable Gillian Anderson. I, I was trying to find ano, eh, this tweet from earlier in the year when they announced that Gillian Anderson was cast as Margaret Thatcher. And then it was, it was a photo of her in, in, in character. And then the caption. It was a tweet obviously by a British person. And the caption was something like, this is the most, ano, parang, the most problematic wank of my life. Parang ganon. Because... <laughs> Kasi diba parang such a terrible human being pero someone na crush na crush mo. She still <laughs> looks good ha dun. in her Instagram. Oo naman. GA. Yes, you are aging well, mas, GA. Mas naging hot pa nga siya eh, diba? Yeah. Nung ano. Because she lost the baby yeah, weight. She lost her. Years. She lost all the weight. And she just... It's fascinating though like if you're a fan from the X-Files days to watch all her interviews now because she has an accent na. She's been living in the UK for so long na may British accent na siya. Where Correct. before, I remember her pa from, you know, when X-Files was new and she didn't have that accent. It's kind of Kano na kano. To, oh, it's kind of odd to hear now. It's like those friends of ours na would go to the UK for one summer tapos, oh, hi, you know, I'm so vexed. <laughs> no, you're not. Okay, at least, at least naka-decades Jillian Anderson before she had that. She was, Pero, she, she grew up there so she knows, she has mm-hmm. origins naman in London. Mm-hmm. May, may, may right naman siya to have an accent. Yeah. And anyway, so it was one of the strongest uh, uh, seasons for me. Even if I have just a minor criticism, which is like, 
because there's such an ensemble now and all the kids are grown up basically you get fewer time lang less time with Olivia Colman who is always so good naman in always. whatever yeah. so yes I, I, so you really cherish all those moments that Olivia's there especially when she gets to drop some really great comedy bombs like uh, there's a scene kasi where um, so Charles is saying how you know he wants his pri- his private estate to be you know uh, organic and it's all like nature based <laughs> because nature abhors straight lines etc etc and then Olivia Colman as the queen she's like oh that, that uh, swimming pool looks like it's going to have straight lines that tennis court doesn't look very organic so parang parang ganda ng mga choice moments because even as a character she can't be like funny funny diba? but Colman is such a gifted comedian when when she gets those rare opportunities to do something funny it just it lands so well what did you think Mel? you know I am such a huge crown fan and um, so this is like one of my most favorite shows of every year and I think season four I, I wasn't happy with how season three played out and, mm-hmm. and to an extent season two because I always I always found them so episodic and they didn't. The episodes wouldn't flow as well as like in season one, where there was a whole theme of like this is the origin of Queen Elizabeth. Um, but season four really just I love it because it went back to kind of how they built season one, where there's a there's a through line all throughout. Um, there's so much happening. You don't feel like they're stretching the narrative so much, mm-hmm. and there's actual conflict within the family. And with the Prime Minister, which is really exciting. Uh, I didn't appreciate Olivia Coleman last season because she didn't really have a lot of... For me, she didn't have a lot to do last season. Mm-hmm. Um, but this season, she really shined. And uh, last season, my, my favorite player was Josh O'Connor. Yeah. This season, is really Olivia. I think she owned the, the screen. And um, give her all the Emmys. Emmy-giving body. For, for yeah. yeah, they better, no? A lot better, a lot better. Especially, I was telling you, Ramon, I love that scene where she was talking to all of her children. And mm. then the horror on her face, how it unfolds that, oh my God, I gave birth to these entitled, spoiled monsters. And she, <laughs> and, and she has to pull it back in because she can't show them how much she... she how, disappointed. how disappointed she is in all of them. Yeah. Galing, mm. her, galing her acting. Yeah. I super missed, actually... I didn't realize how much I missed like super prestige TV until I was watching it. Parang, wow, grabbing budget, camera work, my god. And although, the costumes. Yeah. Holy although cow. medyo switch and bait yung ano ah. like sobrang prominent in the ads yung wedding. Tapos wala pala. Wala pala. One, one uh, shot lang. It's like they couldn't really afford it. They were just like, here's a replica of the dress and that's it. And then in between episodes was the actual wedding. But every actor is so good. Like it's hard to point out specific performances to Lloyd because even Tobias is so good always. Erin Doherty so as Princess Anne and then Josh O'Connor so amazing and then especially if you've seen him in other roles it's, he's so different eh? so he's so great uh, as an actor talaga. he's so different and then and then even Emma Corrin as Diana is also amazing and has such a nice um, casting story pala. it's like apparently they were casting Camilla Mm, mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. they brought in Emma Corrin to read as Diana just yeah. to read opposite people being cast as 
as Camilla. And then, and then people were like, sino tong magaling na to? And then, they kept her in mind for a long time. Kasi diba, wala siya sa season 3 at all, but Camilla was there already. So, yeah. that entire time they were shooting, they had her in mind already, but they didn't tell her until they were, you know, closer to actually shooting. But, yeah, she, she really... May, may filmography na ba siya? Or si Emma? In like, well, yeah. she's, she's apparently in that Batman spin-off that I don't even know how it exists. <laughs> but she's on this... The, she's on this show about young Alfred called Pennyworth, which is apparently on season three I'm now. Joker, Batman. <laughs> no, no. Oh my but did you guys know that there's a Pennyworth show? Yeah. Yep. Besides Gotham, <laughs> is it American and or BBC? It's. Uh, I think it's an American, American production, but with British actors. Because okay. Alfred's from the UK, no. I mean, playing Diana is it's a huge role. You, mm-hmm. People will either hate you, and your career will die. Or, yeah. And of course, it, people will love you. And I'm so happy that, that she was able to pull it off for the crown. Right. I saw an interview with her where she was also saying that it helped talaga na she has no living memory of Diana. She's that young. And then even as Ouch. I was watching... Yeah. Because <laughs> she was... I was watching... Um, as I was watching the show, I kept thinking to myself, especially the first few episodes, now, grab this, see Emma Corrin looks so young. But Emma herself is 24. And then it's, Which and then it's easy to age. forget no, no, no. Actually, my point is it's easy to forget. Diana got married at 19. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, so she's, Emma Corrin, as young as she looks, is five years older pa than Diana was when she was playing her. So parang, wow, that, this is parang, I, I mean, I know, I know they were, I was, a, I was a child when that all happened, but I just remember um, that people got married. I didn't know that there was this, you know, 13-year age gap pala between Diana and Charles and that she was not even 20 yet. I love that line of Princess Anne where she said, it's not an age gap, it's an age chasm. Oh. <laughs> um, did you agree with the show? Because I know the show is getting a lot of flack for this, but do you agree with them making Prince Charles absolutely vile, a vile creature? Do you agree um, with it? I don't think the man he's... They do allow the man some... Uh, explanation for his behavior. Then, right? Parang, mm. because, he, because his own relationship with Camilla and all these other things got railroaded by the family and the institution of the royal, of royalty. But yeah, I mean, totoo naman din na, you know, uh, he is sort of a villain then. Eh. Even if uh, <clears throat> an explainable villain, an understandable villain, he still is a bad guy. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm just glad that they didn't try to give redeeming qualities to, to Thatcher. Yes. She's just evil, basically. I mean, ignorant of her evil, but evil basically through and through. I, I was hoping, I was worried that they would try to make her, you know, misunderstood. Bad kalan talaga. Bad. Wait, isn't the creator, isn't Peter Morgan like the, the biographer of the Queen? Not, not officially, no. but he's, he's also the writer of the movie The Queen. Diba? And he's, mm-hmm. he's written about uh, royalty and other... It fascinates him. Yeah, it, uh, that's Andrew Morgan Morton. But Roman, where do, where does the Crown season four place in your in in your the Crown rankings? If you have pan, one, with one. Ako rin eh. Kasi, I can't decide. Uh, although actually, when you're saying that good, that, yeah, I you know it's really strong. I mean, someone in the group was like dissing it, so I'm like. Hmm. No, but even even with Mel's assertion about the through line, I actually went the opposite way in terms of like I actually appreciate that how self-contained the episodes were this season. Like there is, yeah, there is an undercurrent of Thatcher 
actually Thatcher's the main eh? not even Diane eh? mm. but Thatcher because mm-hmm. it's Thatcher's reign basically as uh, as PM that's the because this this season is is like eleven years in the span so yeah. I appreciate that every episode was pretty much contained but there are smaller uh, things that are seeded throughout because it is kind of jarring now when you re- remember na in episode one I think sixteen years old see Diana and you know in an outfit as a teenager and then by episode ten it's like you know uh, two kids na yata di ba parang ganon yes and then both, both mid, boys mid, were born uh, tas mid mid Nine, sir, well, 91 mid late twenties eh. na uh. ninety one na yung ending ng season four because yeah. they were at in the brink of separation already. This, it yeah. was the start of the separation. And so many interesting tidbits, like the guy who broke in and then the cousins. Uh, you know, all these things about royalty history that I had no clue about. I think season four, the, I love it because it feels like it's succession more than any of the other seasons. <laughs> literal it's succession. Literal succession. But this is the season talagang they're self-sabotaging already. And they're all, they all hate each other and they're so unhappy. And then I saw one comment on Twitter, now how am I supposed to root for the royal family if, if they're all unlikable? And you're, you're really not yeah. supposed to root for them. Yeah, but that part I was going to say, that person's not getting it. No, you're not. This is, like an in, this is like a look into their dynamic and this is their dynamic. Mm-hmm. And it, and it, it, it uh, emphasizes na, as Margaret says, that we keep repeating the same mistakes. And this is like a new generation of... of Family members na. Yep. It, they're cursed. With the Windsor Whoa. jeans, they're cursed. Whoa. Are you excited <laughs> for the, the, the next and final cast? Oh, hell yeah. Give me. It's Dominic. Um, what's his face? Dominic West. Grabbing a glow up ni Charles, no? From real life to the actors portraying him. Putang ina. Who's playing John- <laughs> Philip? Um, see si Jonathan Price. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And um, Imelda Staunton. Yeah. And Elizabeth Debecky. Holy cow. Yeah. That's going to be a good So she's going to get taller, si Diana. Well, she is taller <laughs> than Charles in real life. Mm. I don't know, but the, the actress, much taller than the actress playing her now, right? They grow spurt in her Elizabeth. <laughs> so wala na si na Harry. Hindi na it, i, ano yan. Baka for season um, five and six. Maybe... Well, no, because five definitely will have the death of Diana. Mm. So maybe six. I don't know if they'll no, take that big a jump. I think five, they'll still do the... Because they didn't explore that in the Queen. Eh? The Queen was m- mostly about the Queen and the Prime Minister reacting to Diana's death with a little Prince mm-hmm. Charles. I think para Peter Morgan will make it different for the crown. It'll be the son's reactions to their mom's death. <laughs> That's my yeah, prediction. Won't that still be within season five? Yeah, season five. That's why I think Prince Harry oh. and Prince William will be there uh. prominently. Hey guys, do you know what IQ is? I do know yeah. the 2000s romantic comedy with Tim Robbins and, and Meg Ryan and Walter Matthau as Einstein. Thank you, Ramon. Okay, well, obviously you know what IQ is, but what about EQ? Yeah, that's when you eat all the marshmallows. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Very good. And now, what about Drink IQ? Do you guys know what that is? No. no. What is that? Drink IQ is how much you know about alcohol intake. So the higher your Drink IQ is, the smarter, more responsible drinking you are. I mean, knowing is half the bottle. I mean battle. Hint, hint. Right? 
I love that reference to G.I. Joe. <laughs> have you ever wanted to test your drink IQ? Have you wondered if you have what it takes to be a positive drink ambassador? Just head over to www.drinkiq.com for some alcohol facts and interactive games, quizzes, and drink calculators. Drink responsibly, celebrate sustainably. See you guys on the Drink IQ site. And now, back to the show. Our special guest tonight, we have straight from Argentina, who I never thought would be like the most sought-after ambassador slash commercial model slash actor right now. Nico Bozico, how did this happen? Ooh. Hi, Mel, how are you? So two of the things you just mentioned did never happen, commercial model or actor. And <laughs> I, know, I know I'm a very good actor. I know you, you know that, but I never actually act. But I know I have very good acting skills. But man, every time I turn on, I, I go on Instagram or on YouTube, it's your face that I see. <laughs> yeah. Is there uh, like rivalry between you and Solan at this moment? <laughs> no, to be honest, I'm, I am who I am in the social media world because of Solan. Like if someone asks me, oh, whoa, how, how do you do it? Like, you know, what are your talents? I say, I have absolutely no talents. I don't sing. I, I don't dance. I am not great at any sport. I just married Solen. That's my thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I've been meaning to ask you, do you write your own captions until now? Yes. Everything I do in social media, I do it myself. Otherwise, otherwise you, the, the times that I need to shoot videos that are scripted for the brands, I have to fight it so much and, and, and you know, get into, especially, you know, Johnny Walker always allows me to, they, 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 let me, they, they let me fly. They let my wings spread. So the videos <laughs> I do with Johnny Walkers are all created by me. And that's what I want for the brands. Because the moment you script me or you make me do something that I didn't come <laughs> from my head, I, I become so awkward and so clingy that it doesn't work. It just doesn't work for me, but doesn't work for the brand. So it's the only way if I do it. Nice. At least they give you that freedom. Yes, they, they let me spread my wings. Johnny, Johnny Walker is really probably one of the best brands in the world. Like when you look at, when you, when you talk about brand value, Johnny Walker is worldwide one of the most valuable brands that I can think of. So, so I guess, you know, it's, it's you know, besides, behind the brand that is people and I, and, and I think we really, really click and, and we work together and we have so many good projects that actually work. And it's been four years already that I've been with Johnny Walker and, and it's great. It's actually, you know, it's one of those brands that you are proud to represent. And I think, you know, being part of Johnny Walker adds as much value to me that I add to be part of, of, of the brand. So it, 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 it's really, really great. And it's a brand that is easy to represent, right? Like, mm-hmm. uh, I love to be a bit playful. I love to, to, to do things that are not that serious. And, and, and they're okay with that. And it actually works. So it's, you know, it, it, it's really, really, really um, a fun partnership that we have. And what I actually didn't realize is that they have this amazing advocacy for responsible drinking. Like I always thought that liquor brands would always be into like, yeah, let's party. Let's drink like there's no tomorrow. We're a fun brand. But Johnny Walker is, they like to temper it and balance it and say, it's okay to drink or, or it's okay to drink with our whiskey, but make sure to be responsible drinking. Uh, you, you'll see uh, the big bosses of Johnny Walker, that's, you know, that's 90% of the, of the time is what they tell you. Like, uh, drink responsibly is so important for, for Johnny Walker. Um, I, I, I'm not even allowed to make jokes about it. 
That's how serious it is. Yeah. <laughs> and it's uh, it, it's every, and it's impressive in all the videos that that we do all the time. But but I think it's it, it's really it's really important also to 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 remind that because you know it's so easy to it's Johnny Walker is so good that it's so easy to drink too much, right? And the, the good thing is also it's like it's not like they tell you. Um, oh, drink responsible only and that's it. No, there are tips, right? Like if you drink, make sure you drink water in between, never drink with your um, stomach empty, do not drink and drive. So there are tips. It's not like, okay, drink responsible and that's it. Because what is drink responsible? Mona, they, they tell you exactly what. So I learned a lot actually. Um, I was not drinking unresponsibly before. That's not what I'm saying. Now, now, like, like the tip, the tip of like, you know, if you're drinking, if you if you have a night out and you're drinking, make sure you drink a glass of water in between. You know, every you know, 30 minutes, 40 minutes, take a glass of water, and helps a lot. Not only because you don't get drunk, but also because you have a way better hangover the next day. I mean, you almost don't feel it because you you keep hydrated. Ah, okay. Galang. Galang naman ang ambassador na to. We, we wish, yeah. So we're we're writing writing this earlier. Worth the money, Nico. You are worth Sorry. every penny. <laughs> Thanks. Okay, so top movie drinking myths. Why are we discussing this today, Ramon? Well, of course, uh, we've, we're all movie fans here and we've all noticed things over the years in our watching of uh, many movies and TV shows. But uh, of course, as we know, these don't necessarily reflect reality and then are not necessarily the most uh, responsible ways to enjoy this. So we wanted to check, about sort of um, figure out what's true and what's not. And uh, hope, uh, like, like Nico said, uh, have these tips that uh, will help everybody enjoy themselves more. And running, so we have like four, after doing major research for this show, because I love this show so much, we are trending, by the way. We are the top trending podcast this week. Thank you very much. Um, Thanks for uh, inviting me then. (laughs) (laughs) And and by the way, sorry, Mel is nominated Best Female Podcaster, by the way. With with very good reason, because I have to just rein all these boys' testosterone (laughs) in week after week. Mel- you narrowly can I vote? Quark. Can I vote <laughs> for you anywhere? Podcaster. Yes, of course. I'll send you the link. Nico. Send me the oh link. God. I vote I'm for blushing. you. Okay. Uh, number one movie drinking myth that we have is that there's always a drinking contest and that people win a drinking contest. What are? Do you remember any any famous scenes? With drinking contests, uh, there's actually one from your favorite Lord of the Rings, Nico. Um, Remember the Legolas and the Gimli? Yeah, that he's turning the tables on Gimli. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. 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 Did Gimli win that? In the I forget now. Who was he drinking? Ah, no, 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 Gimli, no. No, because. Yeah. Okay. No, no, no. Gimli didn't win. He didn't win that one. But the thing is with that, and or the other one is the one. Um, what is the Indiana Jones one? Uh, you know the girl taking shots against. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Marion. Yeah. Um, That's the one I remember. What was it? Which which one? I, I watch all the Indiana Jones, but I don't remember them by name. Which the first one, the one? Raiders, Raiders of the Lost, of the Lost Ark. Ark. Yes, yeah. that one. That the girl drinks, 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 and and the guy and the guy you know big guy keep drinking with her, and and she ends up winning. And she doesn't. She's not even drunk, and she's like thirty shots, fifty shots in. Yeah, I mean, and she competes with like two or three guys. Two big guys. Yes. There is also one in Titanic. I don't know if you remember that one. Which part? I just, I just rewatched Titanic. Which part? 
No, I mean, it's not a drinking contest, but she, what's the name? It's not, it's not the... Um, Rose. What is the name of the girl? Rose. 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 That she grabs, a, you know, when they go to, to, the, to the lower class of the, of the Titanic. Yeah. Oh. And, she, and she grabs a full, and she drinks a full glass of uh, beer against another. It was, it was a competition. She was just joined off. I think she was. Oh, and then they, they end up dance. like uh, square dancing, right? Yeah, yeah. they yes. were in the Irish, the poor Irish party. Steerage. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, so I know this is a myth because I've been to many Kokomangas nights in Boracay. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, wait. Are... <laughs> Can I ask you guys? Am I allowed to ask questions in this? Yes, in this? of course. Yes. Okay, of course. Okay, amazing. So I'm going to take a bit of control. Um, have you guys <laughs> done a drinking contest ever? Yes. I, have. I, I don't think I have. Yeah, I don't think I have. Oh, you're the only, you're the only wild here. Yeah, <laughs> Mel is a in, wild in my and crazy past gal. life, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 We're all at Anne's wedding, by the way. <laughs> I, oh I have, I have stories. <laughs> uh, where were we? <laughs> we're, okay, we're sorry. Telling us how many drinking competitions you won. I mean, we, 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 don't, we never had like the benders, right? But it's just like maybe 10 shots of stuff. and So, so it takes time, Nico, like, like for the alcohol to hit, basically. Exactly. Uh, yeah. I mean, Delayed response. Like, if you have a drinking contest, right? And you, and you, like the Indiana Jones ones we were discussing, right? And we see in front of each other and we're taking shots. We will need to be taking shots for at least 45 minutes because for the first 45 minutes, Nothing will happen to us. So imagine taking yeah. shots for 45 minutes. How many shots do you need to take? <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Right. Or, or I guess, like, because, um, because it hits later on, that you, you really kind of, uh, if, if you're doing some sort of contest or whatever, it, you kind of overdrink already because you, you feel nothing's happening and that you're strong. But, but it's really 45 minutes later that you get hit by the stuff that you're drinking earlier no exactly so it means that you have to sit down there for because no, none of you i mean none of the competitors will quit within 45 mm. minutes so mm -hmm. it means that you need to be doing shots 45 minutes or let's say let's say you do one shot every minute okay let's do one shot every one and a half minutes that's 30 shots that's a lot of shots let's get mathematical yeah yes <laughs> that that's a lot of shots so that's that that's one of, I, for me, drinking competitions like that, like, I mean, sitting in front of each other and doing shots, it's a big myth. Um, because you will need to be drinking for, for a long time. And, and actually, it's not a myth. I mean, you might be able to do it, but you might die. Yes, I was going to say, it's just not healthy. And now that I think about it at our age, it's like, oh my, that is disgusting. And that's not how I want to spend my night <laughs> anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, to be honest, for me, the, the doing shots um, was never my thing. I never, like, I always like it to, I, I'm not saying I've never got drunk. Eh? And I mean, you guys may be already um, witnesses that I did, uh, but um, I like to enjoy mm -hmm. drink. Mm -hmm. I mean, for me, it's like, it's okay, we're going to have a long night, but I would like, I like to enjoy what I'm drinking. I'm not, you know, if I do shots, it might be because of social pressure. Yeah, normally it's my friends putting a lot of pressure on me before. That's why I was doing shots. Not yeah, that. shots is just the bully's drink because it's really the bully's who will get you to take it. I'm yes. so sorry to everyone who I 
I bullied before to take shots with me. But anyway, <laughs> so myth number two. Myth number two. Do you think that only cool characters drink alcohol? Or drink a lot of alcohol? Like Jack Sparrow or Tyrion? And why does I Hollywood mean, do this? I, I see how... Um, so... As as you guys, you know, we were talking about this. I, I I'm I'm watching a lot of Gossip Girls lately, and <laughs> you can tell. I'm pretty proud about it, by the way. Um, you can tell that they're always in, like you know, Chuck Bass or Nate Archibald. They always have a glass of whiskey, like yeah. they always have. You know, when they're talking, and 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 it makes it look cool. And another 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 series that I watch that I love, um, well, the last seasons were not amazing. Is Suits. I don't know if you guys have been watching Suits. The lawyer oh, show. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Harvey Specter, right? Mm-hmm. Harvey Specter always have a glass of scotch, especially in the in the key moments, right? Mm-hmm. Sometimes I think it's even like ten a.m. and they're drinking scotch. It's like, it's like, it's 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 really the scotch is like adds something into to 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 the character. Mm-hmm. I think for us it might be Mad Men, no? Yeah, Mad Men is like everyone's drinking Don Draper on that show. And, yeah. uh, at all hours, uh, Sterling, <laughs> Roger mm-hmm. Sterling, um, but yeah, it, 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 I guess people who can hold their drink, the, the, those are the cool people, right? Like um, you have characters like Tyrion Lannister, who's a cool character from Game of Thrones, or, or Jack Sparrow, no? Like, uh, yeah, it, if you if you do drink too much, the the coolness of the character kind of goes away. So you you have to have like you know a certain amount of um, you know, holding back and just really mm-hmm. taking your time to do like like Bond, for example, or Don Draper. Exactly. Or... I, I think I think that's the point, right? If you see these characters that are drinking too much and they get drunk, I think they remove the coolness of drinking. But mm-hmm. when I see you know Harvey Specter with a glass of whiskey or Chuck Bass with a glass of whiskey, they're not like getting hammered. They're just you know enjoying the whiskey while they're in you know key moments. I think that's pretty cool. I like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And whiskey is a really good. Yeah. Drink no, for that, no? Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's like hard to down it, like like or do shots of it, right? It's always nice to just kind of like enjoy it slowly. Yeah, um, from the hard mm-hmm. liquors, I think whiskey is the for me is the only one I can take, right? Like neat or in the rocks. I'm not I'm not talking about cocktails, right? Like hard liquors, like right. whiskey on the rocks or neat. I think that you can really enjoy it, and like. Imagine if the same in the same situation instead of whiskey they put um, vodka. It's not the same. It's, it's mm. really not the same. It yeah, it's a different mood. It has to be scotch. Yeah, parang most of the time when I see whiskey depicted on screen, it's usually something to take the edge off. Usually at the end of a a trying day, but maybe like that's in, because like you know, in the Crown season four. Yeah, we right? had it's a like, whiskey scene. <laughs> Yeah, when when and that's like a peace offering, the Like the the one character knew that the other person was going through a very difficult situation, and then it's just like, parang almost to relax someone or calm their nerves. It's like here, have a drink, and they actually ask for whiskey because they offered a different drink beforehand. I yeah. think this bourbon and brandy. then brandy, and then the person actually requested for a scotch. But I also remember like when growing up, I would see scotch mostly in westerns. Do you, do you guys? Are, this, does this ring familiar with you guys? Which one? The, yeah, that's the Western. sheriff w- walks in the saloon. Yeah, the cowboys, they yeah. always drink whiskey. Is it whiskey? Yes. I never thought it would be whiskey. Yeah. yeah. I, think, I think if it is in the, is, is the far west, movies is maybe bourbon. Mm. But I think, yeah, I think I, I agree 100% with you. 
I've never uh, seen Suits. I'm so sorry. Yeah, no, I've only seen my my ex used to watch Suits, so I would like, you know, just kind of kind of support. But you, you, you guys, you guys are, are are you guys are talented artists. So you like you like more Mad Men than Suits for sure. I try Mad Men for me, it's too slow. But if you're an artist and you understand how things are shoot and all that, you'll appreciate it. I just find it funny that I just realized now that I think my ex also enjoyed Suits. <laughs> one of my ex. Uh, so, yeah. I just know Suits is the one where Meghan Markle came from, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so, sorry, guys, if I if I brought them bad memories with Suits. You know, I, I, I didn't know Suits was connected to you. Let's move to the next topic. The trigger. Okay. okay. Um, so the number three myth. Uh, drinking and driving is fine. That is, of course, the the yes, the most untrue um, myth. Um, There's so many of it too. There's so many of it on TV and in the movies. Which is, if you think about it, it's so shocking. So there's this like this website on if you Google, and then there's this website that lists down all of the drinking and driving scenes in movies and TV. Like it's super exhaustive, and there's a lot of these scenes and I don't know if Hollywood realizes how maybe a little irresponsible that is but I, I 100% agree this is this is the, the really is dangerous right like drinking and driving is not about the harm that you can do to yourself but you really can harm other people you are basically you're basically a, a weapon in the street I mean drinking and driving you can I mean you one mistake and you can ruin the, the life of a family or you can die of course by crashing but I think it's when, when you see someone that drinks and drive I get pissed more about the, the situation that the, the the potential accident he can cause to someone else right like I don't know a, a family or, or whatever so I think this one is it should be some sort of law for this one not to, to show that drinking and driving is fine Absolutely, yeah. Um, I was uh, watching. Well, speaking of, of movies, I watched um, Forty Year Old Virgin again <laughs> last oh, week. Yeah, I and um, I mean, it's funny. Yeah, yeah it's, but but yeah, that's well, it's it's a different kind of like lessons about drinking and driving, right? Because uh, he uh, Steve Carell's character couldn't um, couldn't drive because he's always biking. Yes. So um, I think it was Leslie Mann. Um, who ended up being the wife of the director who who said okay i'll i'll just you know i'll drive you home and then she was a drunk one and um and all of his friends were saying yeah just get with a drunk girl cuz they're easy which which pretty much goes to show how dated um for the virgin is but mm-hmm. um she drives home and she's driving like a madman like uh she, singing she to this, missy <laughs> yeah <laughs> to missy Elliott. yeah 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 <laughs> I remember so, this scene. So, I mean, I, I guess that myth also applies to people who get into cars with drunk people. Oh, like, yes. Right? You gotta, mm-hmm. you gotta be um, really tough. You have to be strict and say, we are not, you're not moving, let me drive for you. Um, or or let's, let's get sober first, right? Like, um, uh, you are going to be endangered as well. <laughs> Yeah, back in the day. <laughs> Fiamma, Fiamma is the first anyway. nightclub I went in the Philippines. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. I it was, we was it went Jupiter Fiamma. Street, right? Yeah. yeah the white, the big white That's building. a really good place, though. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah, good <yeah>. memories. <laughs> Very good place. Mark, are you yeah. a designated driver? Or you have a you have a driver? 
I'm uh, well when I I hardly yeah usually Bianca will will drive if if uh, if I drink too much. What is what is our last myth? Ramon, take us take us through number four. Well, the last myth is that uh, you know that that whiskey is only for old people, which it definitely isn't. I mean, although I I will say that that myth talaga is talaga from media yes. because I do sort of remember that you know, parang old people using snifters and and there are these like men's men's lounges where everything's plush and leather chairs and they're all drinking whiskey but it was refreshing also when i was finally like uh, an adult and then like oh okay younger people are drinking whiskey but yeah as a kid no, there's that, that that scene with the no no the the, the firm remember that yeah yeah <laughs> Sidney Pollack is like uh-huh. you know talking to Tom Cruise and yeah so so that that's true but you know as as Nico can exemplify you know uh, Scotch whiskey is not just for for the older gentlemen right Nico but no in real in, in, in reality I I completely disagree with that whiskey is for for all folks I me myself I. I love to have my my scotch on the um, on the rocks at night a little bit mm-hmm. before going to bed. It's it's like it becomes like a bit of a routine. Not much, but you know having always and I, I always I I love Johnny Walker, but my favorite favorite is Johnny Walker Green. It's the one that mm-hmm. you know it's, it's one of the the one for me. It's one of the Johnny Walkers that not many people knows about. You know, a lot of people knows about the the, the black, the blue. Um, but when you say green, you say, "Oh, the green one." I haven't tried the green one, so that's what's the, my. What's the difference with the green and so, the red? So the green the one, it, it's a mix of uh, four single molds, right? So Johnny Walkers are all um, blended, but uh, the green one from different from different um, single molds. But the green one has a uh, four. Uh, I need to check if it is four, but it's like it's it's only a few single molds, and you can tell which one they are. They tell you. Which one they are, and it's really it's more I don't know it's the flavor is, is for me it's just it's different. At the end of the day, it's all about taste, right? Like uh, I love that, but you can talk to someone else that drink whiskey and will tell you, oh, I don't like the green better than than the double black because it, the double black is smokier. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But I think now with whiskey, what 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 a lot of people that doesn't realize that you can make it more fun, like the Johnny the Johnny and Lime that is super easy. Basically, mm-hmm. Johnny Walker. Ice lime soda. Normally, I use um, with no sugar, so you avoid the sugar, and it's super refreshing, super super refreshing. And then, well, there are many things you can do. Um, well, we're both Spanish countries, if you think about it. So maybe it's a uh, an Espanol thing, ah, yes. Latina thing. Yes. Do you guys drink whiskey? Yeah. Yeah, but I I want to be a connoisseur, but uh, I'm not. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Not that good. <laughs> and I get how, how, how do you start? Get, how do you yeah. want, how can you start me a connoisseur? Yeah, because you, like do you like Nico? Do you have the the round uh, ice balls? Oh, Apparently, that. like that's that's like a a great way yeah. to have so it, it on the dilute rocks. the drink. Yeah. So basically, if you are pakul, that's that you get the ice. <laughs> you know, the, the ice uh, wrong thing round. Just put normal ice. It's fine. Yeah, because I was like, why does why does the ice have to be round? See, you know, stuff like that. You know, because of crack. There's some kind of cracks in them. I've I've read uh, somewhere. I read that too. And the ice, it's round because it it melts slower. No, okay. So, but but it's not the roundness that makes melts. Ah, maybe. Wait, let let me do some geometry. But wait, no, it's not the roundness. (laughs) 
it's, it's basically what I have is, is um, big eyes, like big squares. Then instead of having the small ice bucket, you have the big It's one, yeah, bucket. solid cube. Yeah, and they're, they're square. They're not round. But you know what I'm thinking now? I think geometrically, because the corners of a square, they're thinner, so there is less surface in touch with the whiskey, might melt faster. They might have a point. Um, while if you are a, a whole circle, the whiskey is in touch with the big piece of the, of the ice all the time. So there is more, more surface to be... Sorry, I'm, I'm just... I'm, probably everyone stopped listening to the, the podcast after. <laughs> <laughs> forget. Anyways, if you have round eyes in your house, you are Papua. That's the story. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have... A, like, how about the, how do you get the, the big QB ones? Like, I think it's, I've seen that in movies, right? They have like the no, metal so thing. Blind, yeah. blind, blind pig. Blind pig or black pig? Blind pig. Blind pig, blind, yeah. That speakeasy, the first speakeasy I've ever been to in Manila, that was the first place when they first opened for me to see this huge chunk of, of ice. And that's where I also first started drinking whiskey. Old fashions, mm. all of these mm. um, ways of, of serving whiskey in such a classy way. And at that time, I was already like in my late 20s, early 30s. So parang I was beyond beer and tequila already. And I was starting to like be a more mature more, yeah, more mature, sophisticated drinker. A more discerning drinker. Yes, yeah. with the jazz in the background. <laughs> Quark, when did you start drinking whiskey? Do you remember? Uh, I, no, I, I distinctly remember. Uh, I was at Irwin, a uh, friend of the pod and, and guest. Um, and uh, who was is La Union resident? Yes, and when I am, I am en route to see Irwin at La Union right now. <laughs> um, okay. But, uh, yeah, you know Irwin. Nico knows Irwin also. Um, so I was with Irwin and Filbert. So both friends. Of, and and we, we just sat around having, you know, scotch whiskey on the rocks. And Filbert uh, pointed it out. Are we at this stage of our life where we are just sitting around talking about life and drinking scotch whiskey? And, we, <laughs> and I felt this sense of, sense of fulfillment. Like, <laughs> yes, I am, I am now a distinguished gentleman. <laughs> <laughs> so when is the best time to pop open a Johnny, um, Nico? Like, is there a certain like celebrations for it, uh, milestones? Like, when 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 is the perfect for time me, to have? Um, a- so I, I to be honest, I drink a, like a small cup every night. I, I love it. It's, it's you know before going to bed, I have a small balcony that I go out and I drink Johnny Walker with my round eyes. Not just kidding, with normal eyes. <laughs> and- <laughs> And, and for me, it, it's awesome. But also because, you know, with Johnny Walker, you have so many, so many options. It, I, I like to pair them with, 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 different, with different things. Um, I love, okay, I don't know if this is going to be aligned with the, with the brand, but I, you can cut this if it doesn't work. But I love <laughs> to drink Johnny Walker on the rocks with chicharron. It's the best. Serioso? Mm. Oh, my God. It's the best. It's the best because the chicharron makes it, you know, a bit all that fat in your mouth, and then you you, you take a sip of of Johnny Walker. Oh my gosh, it's the best! Wow, <laughs> but it's amazing. But then when you start and you know you I, you start understanding a bit each of the flavors because you know you you, ha- you have different flavors for for with different uh, Johnny Walker. Then you start understanding what to pair it with, right? So for me, if you want to do the the Johnny Lime, it has to be with with the black label. It's a, it's a more woody taste. I mean, it makes much more sense. And then it depends on what you want to do. You choose a different one. And then you start playing a bit. 
I also par I also pair my whiskeys. Okay, I'm gonna sound weird, but I'm also paired and, and I did this because I love both things. So I, I cook one night bolsico beef, different cuts of beef. So I have mm -hmm. a tenderloin, ribeye, chibloin, picanha, oyster blade, um, flank, and skirt. And I pair each of them with a different Johnny Walker. I didn't record that. I didn't post about that. It was just for me and, and because I love both. So I don't know if it also that makes sense, but that was, that was mm. pretty cool. Also. Nico, when, when your baby was born, did you celebrate with a bottle of whiskey? When my baby was born, I was crying like a 14 year old little girl. Um, and I was in the hospital for the whole time. I, 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 I was just crying. I cried for 24 hours. No, I, did, I don't think I even drank water for those 24 hours. Wow. It was very, very, very intense moment. When I got home, yes, I got it. But that was maybe three days later because we stayed in the hospital for a while. Um, and when I got home, yes, definitely, definitely. But at, when she was born, um, I, 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 you know, it, that day was so in, so intense that I also don't have many memories of how fast it was, where, where I was, what I did. Um, but I did celebrate with Johnny Walker three days later when I was more myself. When you were back home and more yes. relaxed. Yeah. It's such a milestone drink. Yes. It, it, it's really, I mean, also because I've been with Johnny Walker already for four years, you get to learn about whiskey. You get to learn how, how is this deal. You get to learn where it comes from. You get to learn the story. And, and that makes it even more special, right? You have a story behind where it comes from, how is it done, you know, the, the whole process, why is it like this, why is it like that? So when you put that, all that in the back and, 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 and you understand a little bit more, it's kind of, you know, when you enjoy a drink or, or a food, it's, you know, use all your, all your senses and, and, and understanding the story for me is part of it. So it, um, and when we sit down um, with friends and, you know, I'll, 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 every time I go to Argentina, I bring uh, um, the special Johnny Walkers that I can find here that we cannot find there. And I realized that it's, we spend more about talking about it than drinking it. Of course, you, you end up drinking it. But when you understand where it comes from, the, 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 the behind the story, I think that's also what makes it uh, the brand so special also. There's so much story behind. I just wanted to mention though, one of my favorite ads of all time is this Johnny Walker ad. It was one of the major anniversaries, I forget which, but it was Robert Carlyle. It's one long take and he's walking down this path uh, somewhere in the cliffs of Scotland. And then he, he goes through basically the entire history of Johnny Walker. Do you remember this one? I, I remember I, I, and I will ask Johnny Walker to replicate it here in the Philippines. <laughs> yeah, that would be amazing because it's, it's such a good it's such a good ad. But before Nico goes, Nico, do you want to tell us about this new Johnny Walker documentary? Well, it's not. Is it a Johnny Walker documentary? I mean, it is. It's basically it's um it it's, it shows the brand and how deep the story of the brand is, and and you can tell that. You know, one of the things, even if I mean, I'm not gonna spoil anything to anyone, but if you if you watch the the um, the trailer, it tells you like, if a Johnny Walker, if the Johnny Walker brand would speak, it will tell you so much from so many people. It mentioned many leaders, mentioned uh, um, Nixon, mentioned a lot of leaders around the world that are part of the story, the you know story that we 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 read in the in the books, and and give you an idea of of because it's a 200 years old brand, right? So it gives you an idea how deep the, the story of Johnny Walker um, goes and how it started. 
mean, the, I mean, the, the documentary is called The Man Who Walk Around the World. Mm-hmm. And it's so well shot. It's probably, I mean, Quark, you will really appreciate it. I think you will be the one who will appreciate it at different levels that I cannot. Oh, wow. Okay. Can't uh, wait. I'm sure Can't there's lots of it. round ice drinking there, Quark. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, but, but, but it's, it's really, it's really, I mean, and, and if you think it's, it's, you know, we're talking about 200 years, right? It's, it's not like, you know, it's, it's two centuries ago. So it makes it, uh, it's really, really special. Actually, when, when, you, when you think that you're drinking the same thing that all these personalities, are, you know, during the story drank, um, makes you realize like, oh, the, you know, Johnny Walker comes long way. Mm-hmm. Nico, do you know where we can see The Man Who Walked Around the World, which is a, a documentary about Johnny Walker? Yep. So basically in December, it's December 17, it's going to be a virtual festival that is called the Johnny Walker, no, it's called, sorry, it's 2XX and Beyond. And it's for Johnny Walker to celebrate the 200 years. And that's where you can see The Man Who Walked Around the World. You will see how deep the brand goes. It's a great, it's, it's, it's really, really, really well, well shot. But it's an, it's an independent film. You know, like, you know, like with, the, with the new normal, everything is virtual. So the festival will be virtual. So it's called 2XX and Beyond. You, you know who also likes drinking Johnny Walker? Um, I know. Uh, Anya Taylor-Joy <laughs> in The Queen's Gambit. Um, <laughs> the, the, apparently, so Anya Taylor, have you seen The Queen's Gambit, Nico? No, I saw, I saw the, I saw it it's in, in Netflix now, but I haven't seen it. So apparently she's Argentinian. Really? So uh, yeah, because I'm, I'm currently obsessed with the actress. And so I researched. So is it that, <laughs> that plays chess, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah but, um, I, watch, I watch actually the first 30 minutes of the first episode, but because I cannot start watching anything else till I finish, I find out who Gossip Girl jo- is, I will not start it. <laughs> so, but yeah. So that the girl yeah. is the, the main girl is you think is Argentinian? And is she of Argentinian descent, Ramon, or did she live there for She's, a bit? It, uh, I think born there and then stayed there until she was eight. She's, right. she's Argentinian British. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So so check it out. So uh, when I Nico is done with Gossip Girl, he'll go watch Queen's yeah. Gambit. Yes. Yes. So two more days. Also, I wanted to give you, uh, I wanted to share something with you uh, at the end of this interview because I, I, you know, some good news to, to impart to you and, and to thank you for, for joining us. Did you know that there's going to be a Gossip Girl uh, reboot? <laughs> no, really? Yeah, yeah they're shooting it's now. Coming out. Yeah, it's coming out uh, next year, I think. Well, this so, is awesome because I just got into Gossip Girl a month ago, so I didn't have to wait the 10 years that all the fans waited. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they, they announced the cast, I think. Yeah, They so, did, and it's like very colorful. There's an Asian, a couple of black people, a Latino. It's not mm. just all white folk. All right, all right. By, by the time it comes around next year. So that's something to look forward to, at least when you finish your last three episodes. Uh <laughs> <laughs> then, then you have something to look forward to next year. This is amazing because you know when you finish, a, you know a series that you really like that you feel that emptiness after yeah. a bit. This is a good, <laughs> yes. this is a good, you know, light at the end of the tunnel that you just gave. <laughs> yes. What's your favorite movie, Nico? Um, I, I like a lot. You know, I, I, I don't have one favorite movie, but I like, you know. All the adventures, right? I'm, I'm a very Marvel, a big Marvel fan. Um, 
I like the Lord of the Rings, all of them. I also also a big fan. Um, I, yeah. I, I mean, also I, I love DC. I, I love everything superheroes oriented or or adventure or more more like the nerd. What about Argentinian movies? What's your favorite? yeah? That's just my question. <laughs> yeah, so there are there are a couple. One won an Oscar. Uh, it's called um, El Secreto de Tus Ojos. It's the Secret of Your Eyes. That is a very good movie. Um, mm-hmm. You watch it, Mark? Uh, no, that's uh, Campanella, right? But yeah, yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. and they remade it. Yeah, they also made it in English. Ah, okay. It's ah, really but good. wait, you watch it the Argentinian version or the one that was made in the US? The Argentinian one. Okay, okay, you watch it because yeah. then Mel Gibson replicated it and it's terrible. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, there is another one called El Hijo de la Novia. So it's the the it's also I think it's also Campanella. Uh, the hijo, el hijo is the son of the of the of the novia is the um, is not the wife is the um, before you are a wife you are a girlfriend girlfriend no yes. in between when you're in the wedding fiance um, fiance fiance no you, in the wedding you have the groom and the the bride the bride the, bride. the son of the of the bride that was the, the name and then um, and in all of them is Ricardo Darín you know the same actor you saw there in, in so is they call him the, um, what was the name of the guy who did Scarface? Sorry, I'm very bad at the name. Uh, Pacino. Yeah, Al Pacino. Al Pacino. So Pacino. they call him the, the, the Latino Al Pacino. So every <laughs> movie that Ricardo Darín is in uh, is actually really, really good. So, but there are three. Oh. I mean, it's El Hijo de la Novia, El Secreto de Tus Ojos. Um, there is one more that I cannot remember also. But they were all nominated for the Oscars. So uh, those are pretty And Zama. Zama is uh, uh, Argentina, no? Lucrecia Martel. Zama. Do you know that movie? Z-A-M-A. Zama. I don't know that movie. She's a... I think they even asked her to do... The the director, Lucrecia Martel. um, They even asked her to do uh, uh, a Marvel movie. They did? Yeah, they did. She was supposed to do Black Widow. Mm. Yeah. (laughs) And then she, like, dissed them. (laughs) Lucrecia Martel. What is is the last name? Uh, Martel, yeah, M A R T E L. So, um, I think I, 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 if it uh, is the, if it is the girl that I, I mean, if it is the girl that I think she she's I mean she's pretty old. Mm. Uh, a little bit, she's, yeah. I mean, she yeah, was born yeah. in nineteen sixty six. Yes, yes. Yeah. Ah, so, she was asked to be the director of uh, Black Widow. Ah, but, not the, okay, okay, no, no, not, not the Black actress. Widow. <laughs> not, <laughs> not, not Black Widow. No, no. Yeah. Ah, okay, okay, okay. Uh, Nico, please give us tips on how we can be responsible drinking ambassadors like you. Okay, so basically I got a lot of tips by being the Johnny Walker ambassador in the last four years. But there is another way that you can do it that is doing the Drink IQ quiz. Basically, you go to www.drinkiq.com and you take the quiz. So you know... Uh, you know what responsible drinking is, and 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 you will be able to 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 have a better understanding. And and you know the more you understand what responsible drinking is, the more you will enjoy drinking. I'm gonna take that test, and because I'm competitive, I know I'm going to ace it. What about you, Mark <laughs> and Ramon? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I do want to know actually how I can keep track of my intake <laughs> <laughs> and all the stuff we've learned today. So you know, it's a it's a good reviewer. <laughs> yeah, yes. the hangover, especially uh, the, the, you know, the taking a glass of water in between, that's really smoothens that out the hangover. That's that's 
that's genuine wisdom for me this episode. But that applies that applies to a lot of things. Like if you're drinking coffee in between sips, also drink a bit of water so your your teeth don't get that dark. Water is everything. When you wake up in the morning, cold shower, change your life. Second thing you do, drink water, at least two glasses. Your metabolism, boom, goes up like crazy. I feel like Nico's oh, wow. like a walking trivia book. I know. So you're pretty helpful for trivia nights, Nico. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love trivia nights. Invite me again. Thanks so much, Nico. Thank you so much, guys. It was a great pleasure to be part of the most successful podcast in the Philippines. And <laughs> we might be one of the most successful podcasts in the world soon. Well, that's it for this week's pod. Don't forget to join our special Enslate and Johnny Walker giveaway, wherein 10 listeners will get a bottle of Johnny Walker festive bottles, perfect for Christmas. Okay, and there are two steps to join. There's step one, which is to get on our Enslate socials. That's facebook.com slash groups slash Enslate and at Enslate pod on Twitter and share with us your favorite parts of this episode of Enslate. Step two, take the Drink IQ test at the aforementioned www.drinkiq.com. Take a screenshot of the results and share on our Facebook page. Don't forget to use the hashtags Johnny Walker and JWXNSLATE. So if you're over 18 years old, live in Metro Manila and have a valid ID, you are more than welcome to join our Johnny Walker thing. Winners will be announced on December 11 via our socials, so watch out for that. Thanks for listening and remember, drink responsibly, celebrate sustainably. See ya!